warning. This podcast occasionally contains strong language, which may be unsuitable for children, and contain heavy topics which may be offensive to some listeners. This recording is intended for mature audiences only. Trigger warnings are placed in the description. Thank you for listening. Welcome aboard, Captain. I will begin enabling transmissions right away. We have hijacked the signal. The star jammer is transmitting at 100%. Broadcast countdown begins now. everybody to Transient Planet Reads Books. Today, back in back in the room, we have Gracie and George and James yeah. and myself. We're reading Cycle of the Werewolf, a horror novella by American writer Stephen King. Um, short book, a lot of, lot of questionable things on my Because <laughs> then again, I, I had a hard time with this book. <laughs> so... <laughs> We want to go around the table. The fuck is up with that? <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's for me. Yeah, it's still one of my favorites. Even though, like we've touched on this, how this is one of the few books where I preferred the movie. That I will say, like it's very rare that that happens, but it's one of those. And it's still one of my favorites, though. Like it's still a good one. I really liked it a lot. It was, uh, yeah. it was like short and sweet, yet full of blood, guts, and ass. <laughs> and uh, yeah, to me it was really fun. Jim? So, yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, it was, it was, you know, short and sweet. Short, like, uh, to the point. Really short, I mean, less, what is it, 200 or, no, 100, like 120 some odd yeah, pages. Yeah, like it's like not even 130 so, pages. So it was like, yeah, the novella really kind of sums it up. I mean, it's, um, you know, self-contained stories that were pretty entertaining, at least. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, and the movie we're talking about is *Silver Bullet*, made in 1985, mm-hmm. a horror slash mystery movie with Gary Busey when he was still weird. He's always weird. It's always been weird, but he's, I, say, I feel he, like he's always been like. But, but he's the, a fun uh, weird. Yeah. <laughs> or is he? I don't know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Don't anybody kill me now. <laughs> like, I mean, actors, mm. you know. Actors can be weird. Yeah. Uh, okay, so apparently the publication date for Cycle of the Werewolf was November of 1983. The movie came out two years after. I was going to say, wow. Yeah. That was a quick... That was a quick turnaround. That was a quick turnaround. <laughs> yeah, we got to jump into this. <laughs> like, some people got real excited. And they were like, like let's we do the movie. Of, <laughs> like, we had to do a lot of rewriting for it. <laughs> they, they really did. They did, like, some, definitely some rewriting. Because down to some of the names and, like, the situations mm-hmm. were, were, for me, like, totally different. And I was like, wow. Was there as much blood in the, uh, I mean... And there, in the there movie? was definitely because I don't remember a whole lot. I there was definitely yeah. Like at one point, I remember like one head went flying, 
I know the scene where the woman um, gets killed. That was really graphic. I don't know how. That might explain me a lot because I watched that when I was really young. But like when there's like one point where like it's it's the one lady and I think she gets killed in February in the book. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, she's getting killed in the movie. And it's a bit of a situ different situation because in the movie she's knocked up. And it's, you know, back then it was like, you know, child out of wedlock. And yeah. Reverend really thought he was doing something good because, you know, she was, he was like, her soul was condemned and I saved her soul eternally. So in a way, I feel like the Reverend, and in the book, it kind of gears toward that too, about the Reverend kind of being like messed up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, like your, your train of thinking is a little off, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like it's, the, some of the differences between the characters between the movie and the book uh, were significant like marty's sister and like in both the movie and the book she had a dislike for him but in the movie he she cared mm -hmm. uh on the book she was like the book she was vicious like, yeah she was real bit like she was she was a heifer yeah get away like, from here cripple yeah <laughs> basically it's like yeah like she she wanted like nothing to do with him she hated him so hard and in the in the movie she like she the sister definitely gives marty trouble but not to the point like it was in the book so that definitely was in the movie i felt like it was a little more gentler and like, yeah yeah you know, i mean the movie i don't remember the dad that much actually yeah like in the movie they really like i know in the book like the dad is like the football coach and like they yeah. have a pool in there and they're getting built and you know in this in the movie you know the dad was just kind of there Kind of there, like I feel like in the book he was a little bit more present. Yeah, but well, one thing about the dad that kind of was kind of got to me, like it was kind of weird, like the way he acted, like he's like the big coach boys, mm -hmm. right? Like like hey there, buddy, how you doing? Yeah, <laughs> because he never really knew how to talk to his kid because he was in a wheelchair and like. Damn, he's messed up. <laughs> yeah, like he was always awkward around Marty. Yeah, because yeah. apparently he didn't know how to talk to him. Like, just talk to him like a person. Yeah, like, <laughs> just because his legs don't work doesn't mean, you know. It was like, the 80s. It was a different time. I, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I get it, actually, but like. Yeah, um, true. Yeah. And did the Reverend in the movie, was he more aware that he was a werewolf? I know in, in this um, one. You know, I felt to a point, no. And then there's. And they kind of relate this in the, from the movie to the book a little bit. Like, there's definitely a scene where he's having a nightmare. Mm -hmm. And he wakes up and he's like, let it in, dear God, let it end. And I feel like that's when he knew, like, I'm behind this. And there's also a scene in the movie. Um, I felt like it, I definitely feel like it was more prominent in the movie. Because there's a scene in the movie where, like, the whole townspeople, like, are forming a mob, basically, to go hunt this beast. And the reverend is like begging them, like, please don't go, please, please don't do this, don't do this. And I think deep down he knew, mm. like, yeah, I'm gonna kill some of y'all, you know. Mm. Like, yeah, so I think he did know. Now, one thing that like kind of for me maintained the same from the book to the movie was um, he. T I kind of lost my train of thought, guys. Sorry. Like he <laughs> definitely um, felt like he was just justified in some of his. Killings yeah. being that he felt justified like, yeah. after when he learned like okay I am the werewolf mm -hmm. then then he kills uh, the guy in November 
that he was an abusive husband, he gave his wife yeah, her, uh, herpes. Milk. Uh, the yeah. milk. And uh, he was like, well, I killed him, but he was a bad person. So he felt justified by killing him. And to me, that, you know, that puts in question his morality as a priest. It's like, killing, but just because he's a bad person doesn't make it right. Right, right. And like, and then trying to kill Marty at the end just because he knew. It's kind of like... Yeah. Yeah. That was, and, that was pretty surprising. Yeah, like, that was very surprising. Like, he was still trying to justify that even, and I was mm -hmm. like, wow. Like, yeah, I mean, you're, you're the hero of your own story when those yeah. kind of situations. And, <clears throat> and I think the dream that you're talking about is where, like, he was having the, I guess, the the nightmare of, like, him and his whole congregation turned mm -hmm. Yeah, he was preaching and yeah. everybody turned. And then they did keep that in the movie, okay. which I was, like, happy about. Um, but like I said, it's very rare that it happens where I enjoy the movie a little bit more than the book. <laughs> and it was it was just one of those situations. Because, like, I know in the book, um, it's I think it's Uncle Al. Um, it's not even Uncle Red. But the uncle's not very present either. In the book? In the book. Well, he, he in the... I thought like he's the one who understood Marty the most. Uh, absolutely, yeah. but even then, like I felt like in the in the movie, they they kind of focused on him more. Mm. Than I think in the movie they focused more on him more because it was Gary Busey. True, very <laughs> true. It's like, hey, we have this big name star. For sure, we're gonna expose him more as his character more. Yeah, didn't the the kid's wheelchair play more of a prominent yeah, it's role? Like, it's it, like he had an engine in his wheelchair, like he, he the uncle modified the wheelchair to have like a <laughs> yeah. kick-ass engine. He just went out, <laughs> and uh, that's how apparently he outrun the werewolf. Yeah. See, because I like the the main reason I had such a, like I I listened to this book three times and I could not just get into it. It's like fuck, like <laughs> <laughs> like I I part of it like my brain was like, oh hey, we're listening to this, fall asleep. Oh hey, we're listening to this again. You should pay really pay attention. No, what's that? God damn it, brain! <laughs> so I just I just couldn't get into this one. This was one of the few books that I've had a just like a hard time getting into. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, it just my brain was like, no. Like you write better things sometimes than this. You imagine better things than this. <laughs> this was this one was weird for me. I was just like, I, I should have just sat down, watched the movie, and made the comparisons there. Yeah. But I, I didn't have the time. <laughs> Did you retain anything from the book? Uh, no. <laughs> I was like, that's a no. <laughs> I did not. This this one, is, I am completely tapped aside from bits of vague memories of listening to it. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Sometimes that's that sometimes happens. that happens. Yeah. Though. yeah like we yeah. have problems with the last book. The yeah, yeah, yeah with Rose Eye Picnic, so. I mean, not every book is going to appeal to yeah. every individual. Yeah. And I think that's why, like, we have different genres and different, yeah. you know what I mean? Even though I'm all over the place with some of the genres, but that's okay. Yeah, I think Stephen King, I mean, he's pretty descriptive on his writing. So Yeah. And, like, these chapters are so short as well. It's, like, you know, it's mm -hmm. pretty quickly paced and self-contained within each month. So, like, yeah. you know, it's... Um, I guess if one doesn't catch you, then it it's understandable. Um, does 
<laughs> one thing I wanted to see was in the movie, does he kill that kid? No. No, he doesn't kill a kid? No. Oh, no. Is, I thought that would have been fun. No. <laughs> like, that is one thing that I think Stay Faithful was Marty kills the werewolf in the book and in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but the kid with the kite? Oh, yeah. No, that, that, okay. Going back to like the blood in the movie, yeah, like that was. <laughs> that was bad like and they didn't even show the body and me being my morbid self i was like why didn't they show the body after it was like butchered you know what i mean because but oh, it's like so he, he does kill, yeah, oh, like, he kills, um, yeah oh that's another difference um marty and brady were really good friends in the movie mm. and in the book they like just knew of each other from what it yeah. sounded like mm-hmm. but you know like that that scene um where the they find him because Marty went missing, or not Marty, um, Brady goes missing, and the sheriff finds him. Oh, okay. And he's like, well, like he, the sheriff is like, not okay, because mm-hmm. this boy's just been ripped to shreds. Yeah. And I guess he put some type of tarp over him, and the, when the dad pulls it back, like, the dad's acting in this movie was actually really on point for yeah. being, like, a cheesy 80s movie. <laughs> like, the dad's acting was amazing. And I can only imagine, like, what that corpse looked like when he, like, to find your son that way. And I remember the sheriff just, like, really trying to stop him because it was just so, like, but, yeah, like, it was so graphic. But, yeah, there's definitely blood and heads flying. And (laughs) it's, it's, you know. It's good. It's good. I I thoroughly (laughs) enjoy it. Like, that's definitely one movie that I can watch, you know, multiple times and will continue to. Yeah, I'm glad they they kept the kid's death. Because normally in the. In a movie, they're like, ah, oh, they won't kill a kid. Right. Yeah, but so also, like, I remember, like, in the eighth set, they will kill him. Uh, <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was a Stephen King book, so they're going to, of course, he's going to kill kids. He has a thing for killing kids. <laughs> <laughs> kind of anyway. looking back, if you think about it, like, there are deaths, and yeah, there's and a lot some, of... there's multiple kids' deaths, and for instance, it. Yeah. You yeah. Know, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that kid he got beheaded. I think in the book. The, I think so too. Yeah, yeah. and in, in the movie, it doesn't really and show. And he was like holding his kite. And shit. Yeah, yeah, it was, was just like bad. Like, uh, I was like, oh my yeah. god. Now another like in the beginning of the movie, like that's where the head went flying. Like Arnie, I think. I think he's. I think he's the still, first one. Yeah, the first one in the yeah, like it was just in that head went flying. Oh. Okay. So it, I mean, it wasn't bad, but like for the 80s, but you got to remember like back then yeah. people were just not as sensitive as they are nowadays. Like there's certain <laughs> things that were probably done that would have gotten them canceled. But yeah. mm-hmm. um, I'm definitely glad like. Well, it, like uh, you know. one thing I do remember from the book is Marty sending the the pastor letters. Why do you kill yourself? Yes. And, and so yeah. to me, I was like, I thought, you know, the kid, you know, Marty, I, I would never put it up to him, you know, I never thought of him doing something like that. <laughs> like, I don't know, or like, after he discovered that he was the werewolf because of the missing eye, because he took it out without a firework during for the July. He's like, oh, that's him. Okay. So he starts sending these letters like, get out of town. <laughs> Kill yourself. <laughs> okay, but did you read the detail or like the last two letters that he sent him? He signed his yes. name. Mm-hmm. I was like, you have lost your marbles. Yeah, I, but he did that on purpose, you know, to That's lure him true. in. That's true. That's so true. So he kind of like, um, 
Home well, alone him? Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, like, uh, come to me and I'll... Like, he learned entrapment well, real well. Yeah. Well, he did it for two reasons. One's for that, to, like, lure him in, but also to confirm... Yeah. That it was that him. That it was him. Yeah. if it was... You know, if he received those letters and he didn't know who it was or he wasn't a werewolf or whatever, he would have went straight to Marty's parents. And yeah, or the police and like, hey, yeah, your kid's he weird. He heard, heard something, but he didn't hear anything. So that's yeah. kind of confirmation that yeah. he, he believed. Yeah, it was well. him. Yeah. <laughs> and then just straight up two shot him, double tapped him and killed him. Double tapped. He did. He, yeah, he did. He only had the two. <laughs> yeah, he had to make him count. Two silver bullets. Yeah, from his uh, uh, silver spoon. Yeah, the, coronation. Coronation spoon. Oh. They're like, they, he gave to the uncle, like, I need two bullets. Like, yeah. I need bullets. I'm not Catholic. Is coronation like uh, something from Catholicism? Uh, yeah, what is it? Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's part of the confirmation and stuff like yeah. that. Mm. Um, when you're born, you're given your coronation, and then, mm-hmm. you know, you get baptized and stuff like that. And, wow. and then you do your confirmation when you're of age, and blah, blah. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think in the movie, it was like their medals. Like, I think him and... And in the movie, I think the sister's name is Jane, not Janet. Um, But they have, like, necklaces, and I think he only does one bullet. And mm. One shot, one kill. Literally, <laughs> it was just like, okay. Uh, no. uh, I don't know that. Um, just all in all, like the the parts that I do remember reading, like under like my brain, like trying to keep. Uh, it was very entertaining because it just, uh, just how everybody's like, oh hi, pastor, how you doing? And then like he wolfs out, and they're like, but pastor, no, and you know, and they they get killed, and then like it it, it always felt like every little self self contained story, like. Nobody seemed to bat too much of an eye when people died, aside from like, there's a monster in town, we should be a little wary. And then it's like towards, you know, at, towards the later end of it that it felt like everybody's like, okay, this is becoming a problem. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I think we have an issue now. Yeah. You're like, yeah, you've had it for a year. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty a common theme in small in, towns. In, in Stephen small, King's yeah. works. Like, it's even very, in, yeah. in it, yeah. people turn the blind eye to a lot of the obvious and the obvious danger you know well, with with it we know because like it the clown like modified memories and like kind of made people forget of the kids and things like that and then if you leave dairy like your entire memories of dairy just poof mm-hmm. you know just kind of gone but in in this one like you said i mean it i mean the obvious there's an obvious danger but everybody's like it's fine one or two okay. people died. Okay. Yeah, okay. and the, for for a while I thought, well, because the kids thought, oh, it's a werewolf. But if I was a serial killer, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. <laughs> but it was not. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, it, technically, it was a, like a serial killer. If you yeah. Because how many do? How many people do you have to kill? I think it's like three. Five, three. I can't remember. It was like two or five. We had to have like special like ammo for it. Mm-hmm. No, I mean he was mauling them like animals or eating them. Yeah, like the first guy was the, what was he, uh, scoped by the deaths. <laughs> <laughs> the railroad worker, like in the middle of January, in the middle of the storm, is just minding his business in the cabin, like it's cold outside, and he hears the, the, the doors, the scratches, thought, oh, it's a dog? 
Okay, I'll open the door and then plop! Yeah. <laughs> murder. Yeah, murder. Murder. Now, I will say in the book, um, the illustrations, like if anybody does have like a chance to get a hold of a copy, like the illustrations were probably like my favorite part of the book. Yeah. Mm. Or Google them if you have yeah, the true. opportunity. Mm-hmm. But if you can get yourself a copy of the book, those illustrations are pretty cool. The audio uh, drama that I listened to had used the illustrations to narrate each month. Yeah, they're real pretty. <laughs> Especially the one with the uh, oh, the cop sitting in the car. Oh, yeah, oh I know. That one was real. Yeah, that one was real. That one was like a really, oh, I'm not going to say fun, but a really interesting death because the whole time, you know, the feds got involved into the murders, and it's like, oh, this freaking feds just, just gonna do a thing like, like I'm gonna solve it. <laughs> like, like, I'm gonna be the one. I'm gonna be the guy. And like, it's just a guy in a borrow mask, no werewolf. Mm. <laughs> so, and he was just sitting in his truck, then just like the hand just grabs him, and then, rah! <laughs> and he sees the, the werewolf, and he's like, oh, I'm gonna take your mask. And like, it's not a mask. And <laughs> this is not Scooby Doo. Yeah, this is not Scooby Doo. <laughs> and just like the nail, just like, yeah, goes through the neck and just tears his face off. <laughs> I, this was not Scooby Doo. This no. is not how it happens. It's Scooby Doo. <laughs> it's um, supposed to be old man Jenkins. So it's kind of like a. It, to me, it was. Yeah, it was. I'll say it, it was a funny death. Because <laughs> it's all like, I'm going to solve it, then I'm not going to solve it. <laughs> I became the victim. Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of, you know, his death by his own hubris, too. He's <laughs> like, he's like, oh, if I came face to face with that guy, I'd pull out my gun and shoot him. And then yeah, like, he had two guns that we forgot about. Yeah, he couldn't even do anything. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, in that situation when you're panicking or you think you're you're relatively safe, I mean, you're not going to think about your guns. I would, I would think like a police officer would. No. Uh, I mean, it's the 80s. <laughs> it's probably in Maine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like New England. That's where almost all his stories take. I wonder if this is connected, like if he makes any hints, because you were telling me how the Dark Tower series yeah. like, kind of talks about... Is it connected to... Them. Yeah, like I wonder if that. he talks about... Because Revan, like the Revan really doesn't touch too much on becoming... A werewolf, yeah. How he became one, like he. They just were like, like this. No reason why he's just this. Yeah. 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 He he mentions, um, uh, like in January, he was plucking flowers. Right. For, like he was like in a field or something. Yeah, and the flowers themselves, he said they were like really beautiful or something like that. And then by the time he got to. You know, put them in water. They had already withered and died. Mm-hmm. So he was like, "Oh, maybe that was it." But they don't really touch on. They that. don't really don't touch on like what, like how he became, mm-hmm. or if it was just something like, like was it something like he was born with and it like activated on a certain time? Or was it a curse? Or... Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm I've been reading, or yeah, listening to the Dark Tower series. I'm on seven, book seven. So like, I don't remember. I mean, there's there's various hints to, like, a dark realm mm-hmm. in between a world, in between worlds sort of thing, and then also other worlds that have already collapsed or universes, you know? But 
I don't recall any um, anything specific about like this. gearing towards. Like, it I don't. Just, I don't remember him. Yeah, mentioned. like it was just kind of like a thought process of like maybe. Yeah. yeah. Well, then again, the, yeah. the there is Father Callahan in from Salem's Lot though. That's that appears in the Dark Tower series. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh, so does uh, it. Yeah. They they make mention of Derry and it in the Dark Tower and stuff like that. So, I mean, if, if we want to go down like a weird conspiracy, like kind of rabbit hole mm-hmm. type situation, maybe the man in black yeah. uh, cursed the guy without him knowing. Possibly. Possibly. Because, you know, he, he did a lot of things to fuck with people. And Roland is a prime example of that if we're talking Dark Tower. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, back to the cycle of Werewolf. Um, yeah, no, it's just. Yeah, I just had such a hard time with the book. <laughs> I had I had fun with the book. Yeah, I did too. I did have fun. It was it was even it was like a serious like subject in a way. Like it was still a fun read for me. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Well, a lot of Stephen King books are uh, some some of the shorter ones are like fun reads. Yeah. Uh, despite the morbidity in them, they're they're a lot they're fun reads because what was the one? I don't I don't remember. It was a Stephen King book that like. The poop monsters? Was it? No. I'm thinking of something else. You can't just lay down poop monsters. I know, like poop <laughs> monsters, like we're, you're talking we're... about dogma and the demon. No, no, no. Like it um so there were like these worm type things and like one guy was on the shitter in in the cold and uh um it like came up through the toilet and like tore him a new one and I think it I forget I don't remember if it was a Stephen King book. I remember people talking about like it was a Stephen King book. But... It sounds like Australia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so like, the the it, it was a movie too, and I remember the scene from the film where like the guy, he's like, "Oh man, I gotta go to the bathroom. I gotta go to the bathroom real bad." And the guy's like, "Don't go. You know, there's there's some weird things going on out there." He's like, "No, man, I gotta go." And he goes to the outhouse, and so like, the thing comes up through the toilet and like. Uh, through his bunghole and just eviscerates him and then the guy's like no and so the, the the friend is just like so panicked about it and you're just like okay <laughs> let me see if i can find information you're like that. now i'm curious like yeah. i'm very curious about what like the poop what was it poop monsters <laughs> yeah. talking about yeah sounds like no tremors idea. yeah that's, what I, that's the first thing that came to my mind tremors. tremors but i don't even think that happens in tremors no no um, yeah, it's a very uh, a specific vulnerable death. time. Yeah. <laughs> to... yeah, yeah. That's a bad way to go. Hmm. I don't think it's a good way to go. I mean, no, but can you imagine like taking a shit? Like your time is now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember a death in. I think it was one of the sleepaway camps. Where they, <laughs> that's a where they. Ooh, those are oldie but goodies. Yeah, that uh, the lady, you know, shoves some dude or girl down the toilet uh, of the outhouse, and mm-hmm. they're just like drowning and shit and stuff yeah. like that. I was like, oh god, that stuck with me from like. <laughs> You're like, when I still I was think about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> it's traumatized. <laughs> some of it, yeah, some of it definitely. Yeah, like, some of those deaths stick with you in movies. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're like, wow. So that, I think that'll be a topic for another <laughs> podcast. I think that's a whole other can of worms that we really yeah. probably should have. A memorable right movie now. deaths. Oh, yeah. 
Okay, so the the poop monster is from the book Dreamcatcher. They're uh, called uh, uh -huh. the Ripleys or something. So they, they look like they, they look like lampreys. Oh. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah, so imagine that going up your up your pooper. Yeah. <laughs> ripping its way through you. Dreamcatcher is a Stephen King book then. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, you live it to Stephen King to have a weird death. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh Yeah, I'm like, yeah, he's yeah. <laughs> uh, the worst part is that since this this novel is so short, you know, just trying to fill in for extra time. Yeah. Um, any other like comments, questions, concerns in regards to uh, cycle of the werewolf no i just i i feel like i really like to and just because i would i want to know mm -hmm. i just wish we would have known the origin of what caused the reverend to become a werewolf because it sounds like he wasn't always a werewolf or maybe he just didn't know he was always one but i really would have liked to have known was it a curse was he bitten was it yeah you know what i mean like i i think that's the one thing both in the book in the book and the movie that I wish would have been explained. Mm. Like how did he how did he become how did he Yeah, how did how did he get to that point? They don't describe it in the movie. No. Mm -hmm. No, it's kinda but like he just is. It just mm. is He's yeah. not even like a wandering priest who shows up. No, him. and you would almost feel like No, like out of no, nowhere he like just he, became one. Like yeah, like he's it sounds like he grew up in that town and um so it doesn't like and I in the wondering it would have been kind of cool because I would have been like, oh, he probably got bit like hitchhiking yeah. or like you Very know, American yeah, like, he, exactly. Or like, or like deaths keep happening where he, he is and they keep moving him. Yeah, that that would have been interesting. But I think, and if they don't describe that, there will be like a different type of one. Won't be be described like like for each month, it'll just be like a continuous story about the priest. True. And okay. I think for the format that he did for the book, it kind of makes sense. It's like he—that's the cycle of him. Yeah, it's of true. the werewolf. Like true. that's what happens every month, and that's yeah. all the victims every month, and then that's how he died. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, well, I don't know. Like, uh, hmm, there's not a whole lot of werewolf theme media out there you know i mean yeah for being a pretty notable monster i, I guess you know from the classics uh yeah because a, a lot of the typical like werewolf uh, media there's media. one of the romantics out of the book well not, not even then like if we're talking like how how it happens so in if we're talking like the universal monster style then it's a curse brought onto you by a romani gypsy you know a mm -hmm. a romani mm -hmm. it's a romani curse you know mm -hmm. like you will be cursed to be the wolf you know yeah. and then if we look at like the more modern era of like uh like underworld or things like that it's genetic you know it's a, it's a genetic disposition that you're a distant relative of the first um you know inheritor of the of the wolf you know the wolf curse but over time it became more and more manageable over versus back in the day like in if we're talking you know underworld you had no control if you were bitten yeah. by william you had no control and then over time as it evolved and changed you know you you had control and then then there's also the the scientific method where you know people are like i'm going to splice my genes and 
Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely different types of werewolf stories out there. Yeah. yeah. One of my favorite ones is the one with Benzel Toro and the Wolfman. That's a, that, that one is good. Well, it's the remake of the original. Well, that's the most recent one I've seen. Yeah. I never really liked it. The transformations since were awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I guess um, one thing, I guess, is, uh, you know, kind of the corruption of a godly man, you know, the oh, priest, yeah. right? So, yeah, I would like to, I would love to see more of the development of characters, you know, like the priest, uh, expand more of his corruption, like just him justifying killing uh, the dad. Why does he act like almost uncomfortable about his son? Uh, why the sister always like, I'm so glad nothing, uh, nothing is going not good for you. <laughs> and, like, I want to see, I want to know why that jealousy is there because, uh, yeah, cause it's just because not know, elaborated on, yeah, it's not elaborated on, uh, unless it's just a genuine, like, fuck you, you know. I think it was just such a genuine, like, like, fuck you because he got everything he wanted, yeah. You know, Marty was treated, you know, and and I get it. Like he definitely like couldn't walk, but I feel like she saw how much he was also probably babied. Yeah, and it was just she was probably and the oldest, so she also was the one that actually the parents were like, "Oh, she's fine. She can take care of herself. She's fine. She's fine." It's yeah. Marty that we have to. And with the last name like Coleslaw, I'm trying to survive in a world with a last name like that. <laughs> Coslaw. Cos Coslaw. Yeah. Well, Coslaw. <laughs> <laughs> Julia's gonna go with Coslaw, but it's Coslaw. 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 We'll be right back, everybody. <laughs> and we're back, everybody. Took a little break. So we're gonna be wrapping this one up kind of quick, as as it was a short book. <laughs> yes, it was. Um. So any final thoughts and comments, questions, concerns on the book? Or we were talking a little bit this a little bit before, you know, potentially like if Stephen King were to re-examine the cycle of the werewolf, like more information on how the pastor became a werewolf, which would make sense. I would, yeah, like know, I would definitely I'll, like to see like how how he came to be. Mm-hmm. Because like I said, it just, I think I'm just like so intrigued by it because it seems like it was all of a sudden he started yeah. going through all of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just how, how quickly he fell, fell from grace with, you know, just quotation marks. <laughs> what about the, uh, so I guess one of the reasons why we picked this book too was... We were trying to find something that was similar or the same theme as Dogman. Yeah. 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 Like, <laughs> don't know many Dogman. As, as the local Dogman uh, expert here, Gracie, <laughs> <laughs> how can you uh, compare this to other stories within Dogman? Dogman's, you know, I hear, you know, listening to Vic Cundiff's show, mm-hmm. um, I've heard everywhere from them being most of most of the time they are aggressive most of the time like a lot of people like they feel like the dog man will follow them yeah um very rarely have i seen or heard like the dog man being like 
not not that the dog bands are nice you know what i mean yeah. but there's definitely been like a couple where they just watch from afar mm -hmm. and they're just like watching and so like very stalker ish very stalker ish yeah like there's even a few moments like a few stories i feel like were if they made eye contact or whatnot like i guess like the comparison i'm trying to get at is like i feel like the dog man are like if they almost like find specific people to follow mm -hmm. or like if not find them but like if the people like make eye contact like they almost become like intrigue and stalkerish with like certain people that they've made eye contact with i feel like this in this book like he just justified killing yeah whoever it's kind of like random so but... in, in the sense like dogmen hyperfixate on their target versus mm -hmm. the pastor in this case was just like at he didn't really hyperfixate he just kind of did as he pleased did as he pleased, and if you were in his way, yeah, like, that's it. You know what I mean? Like, you're done. You're done. Is Dogman a uh, a werewolf, so to I, speak? You or? know, that's where they kind of cut. Like, I think that's where people are like, "Are is it a werewolf? Is it?" And I feel like a lot of people almost feel like, "Was this a like was this an experiment that went wrong?" Mm -hmm. Because of the intelligence of some people. Because it's some of the stories with Dogman. So many people have commented like of how they smile. Like mm -hmm. they're like he's they smiled at me. Mm -hmm. You know, werewolf I feel like is more animalistic. Yeah. Um, more primal. Absolutely, yeah. Because uh, not too long ago actually I came across uh, like a video where um they it, it was an old Reddit forum, like an old 4chan type thing they used to call Smile Dog, but recently started gaining a resurgence as smiley. But they're attributing it to Dogman, Dogman lore. Um, so, like the video itself, uh, you see a husky. Um, he's he's looking in through the, the the glass pane doors, and then they're like Smiley's power is getting worse, and the, and you're just like, what, what are you talking about? But then you see the husky, its head turn 90 degrees, and then just smiles with people teeth, and then it like it floats up to the side of the door, and then like veers away for a little bit and then gone and then in different portions of that same video you see that same smiley dog like just pop up at the windows like trying to test which one is being able to open yeah like i definitely feel like you know not that animals are stupid but i definitely feel like dogman will have more of a in like almost like they're more intellectual yeah Definitely. Like, there's been one that really creeped me out was this girl that went camping, apparently, and she ended up sleeping in the truck. Mm -hmm. And, like, she woke up because she felt something watching her. And, like, this dog man, like, literally, like, tried to open the door. And I was like, wow. Mm -hmm. You got any thoughts on that, Jim? <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> he said not at all. Uh, me like, I've never that. heard of Dogman before. Oh, okay. Before Gracie. <laughs> so, sure, I like, did Gracie, not know it was yeah. a thing. It is a thing. I thought it was a you kid know, to a werewolf. I, um, George and I had gone on a, to a resort. How I kind of got started with all of this is George and I had gone to a resort and back then I had no ideas what what gummies were and i have a hard time sleeping in a place that i'm not familiar with yeah. and so my dumb ass was like let's listen to scary stories and that's where i first discovered like vent cundiff and 
I remember like listening to one of yeah. the stories and um, I got up to make sure everything was locked. It scared me that bad. I was like, this dog man's no joke, man. Why do I want to see one? Like, I don't yeah. want him to see me, but I wouldn't mind seeing one from afar. You know, that's so many people will get mad at me for saying that. They're like, why would you want to have an encounter? Like, why not? I mean, like does it attack people or it does it some, just stalk? You know, like, I feel like it, it has attacked people more animals than anything. But I feel like every story that I hear, it's almost like it stalked them. It, it stalked them to insanity. That, that's mostly, like, all the same ones I've kind of run into. Mm -hmm. Dogman stories, that they, they just stalk them and then, like, oh, they're always in the periphery just constantly, like, antagonizing their prey. And then once they lose their stuff, you know, lose lose their sanity, then mm -hmm. that's it. Yeah. Like, we don't know what else happens mm. kind of situation. It's, it's kind of like um, uh, the other day I was watching a thing about skinwalkers. You know, skinwalkers, dogmen, werewolves, you know, in the same vein of, like, weirdness, you know. Uh, there's this uh, one uh, guy that I follow, uh, Che... Um, Chase something I, I forget, and he's uh, he's talking about you know Native American lore and stuff like that. And he's talking oh, about okay. uh, he was talking about um, you know never whistle on a reservation because you know that's how you is that how you call them? Yeah, because if you hear a response or something, then it's something it it, it could be skinwalker could be something else. And skinwalkers are not just dogs, but they're also like deer, people, other things. Uh, more recently. Another like big like style of dogman slash skinwalker was a a uh, South American or you know me uh, Mexican folklore the the gege or something like that, mm -hmm. um, where the person the the creature in question is possessed by the gege and then starts becoming more and more human esque as time goes on, and um, which again this thing is just trying to take over you. So it's going to try to drive you to insanity, leave you as an empty vessel, and then take over. And then the Gege is now you. Oh, wow. And it goes and does its own thing. I, I didn't read too deeply into it because, it, like I said, it just came up on, on some of the stuff that I was watching. I was like, that's interesting. And then there was, there was a video of like a dog that started smiling very weirdly. And you're just like... I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's not right. Like, have a no. Yeah. Sometimes and, it's adorable, but other times. It's... <laughs> well, in, in this one, like the, the dog's face, like it, its face was trying to contort into like a proper, like human-esque smile. But, um, but then the eyes rolled up and you're just like, no. And then, I, you know, I, the worst part I was watching it with my dogs and I'm just, I look at like Mets and I'm like, you're not going to kill me, right? I know he is always plotting my death. But Mets, on the other hand, she's like the accidental assassin. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Mets is like, I didn't mean to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She'd get in my way, I'd trip and fall, break my neck, and she'd be like, you okay? <laughs> funny but not funny. Yeah, but like... <laughs> it was all part of the plan. No, it wasn't. Like, why are you, why are you still on the floor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh... So, anything else that we want to talk about aside from Dogman, Skinwalker, anything? No. I'm kind of stoked for the next book. 
Yeah. Uh, so for the next book, uh, for the month of December, December <laughs> this month, uh, well, uh, the upcoming month in this case, we're going to be reading uh, Stephen King's uh, ever famous novel, The The Shining, or if we don't want to get copyright, The Shinin. <laughs> we stuck, uh, you know, a little winter on winter contrast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keep it on the theme of winter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Snow, cold. That's what I was thinking. Like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. Cool. All right. We'll see everybody in the next episode. Bye. 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 <laughs>